0: following podcast contains adult content it is not suitable for minors professional settings or the faint of heart foreplay go south is open mic storytelling hosted monthly by metanoia attendees share their intimate sultry salacious tales One, two, three, four. the stories you're about to hear are recorded live at petra's in historic plaza midwood charlotte north carolina in this first story, me and my co-storyteller discuss intimacy and breaking down walls.
1: Hi. Hi. I've never seen it
0: from up here. Before. I know it's great. We got a virgin on the stage, guys. Woo! Happy marriage, first timer.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So <laughs> the story we're gonna talk about. It's a uh, it's fun it's deep it's emotional um, so starting out I, uh, I was watching sex in the city Yes, I, I love that show it's my um, they're, they're kind of like my old best friends I've known them for so long and I go back and revisit them every couple of years I love them anyway there's this one um, particular episode where all the girls well most of the girls go to this um, workshop uh, in somebody's House where this woman is teaching uh, tantric lingam massage. Um, to and yeah, it's very funny. She uh, she brings out her partner and you know demonstrates this lingam massage, uh, which is you know if you guys aren't familiar that's just fancy for hand job. Um, in front of you know all Fa- the people.
1: Very fancy hand job. Very fancy. Very it's
0: fun. very fancy. It's it's more detailed than that. Anyway, so. <laughs> I got it in my, I got a wild hair and I decided yeah, I want to do this lingam massage. You know, I I, I love to give head, I love it. It's one of my favorite things, I, okay. I know, humble brag, um, but um, I've never really been a big fan of hand jobs. Um, I've always felt really awkward. Doing them, I just I don't know I I just felt awkward. I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. Most of the partners that I've had have not been very verbal in feedback and such. So I didn't really feel like I was learning anything. And it just it's one of those things that when you become so when you're so uncomfortable or feeling like you don't have confidence in something, you just kind of start not doing it. Like you're like oh mm, it's not gonna do that. I don't see that over there. And so that's kind of how that's a, that that had gone for a long time and um i i have found more recently that i actually really really like giving hand jobs now that i know what i'm doing i I didn't learn i didn't really go through a tutorial or anything um this man right here he's very vocal he's not verbal he's not really telling me what to do um I've, i've learned um, with him, along with I think if this is a common with a lot of people that um, once his dick is engaged, like he can't, yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't put words together. No,
1: I, all comes out as a laugh because you're aware of like just this dial tone in your brain. Like, get ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, words. I don't know what are those
0: things. But So yeah, no. So he's not very verbal, but he's very vocal. So like I know when I'm doing something right.
1: Which is good. Which is often.
0: Yay,
2: thanks.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so I decided I'm going to do this lingam massage. I don't tell him I'm going to do this. I just bring it on him one day. It's like we had dinner and we were watching, I don't know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Sure. (laughs) Sure. And I was like, I know, right?
2: I was like, like, hey, babe, we're boring. No, I'm
0: just kidding. That's a Brooklyn (laughs) Nine-Nine. I
1: think if I recall right, you did one of these. Oh yeah. This is how I know she's plotting something good or bad, and maybe there's an evil cackle.
0: <laughs> there was obviously an evil cackle. Of course. Definitely. So I was like, I have an idea for us. You're gonna like it. <laughs> mm. So, you know, I've done some research into this, and the whole thing with, with tantric and lingam massage, it's, it's 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 not all about just sex. It's about connecting with your partner you know, mentally, emotionally, all of that stuff physically. Yeah. And so, you know, I wanted to add that element in there and kind of begin with this whole experience with that, you know, with a, the with a touching and, and, you know, the, the stroking of, you know, non-sexual body parts mm-hmm. and the eye contact and all of that.
1: It's born very much on intentionality as opposed to raw energy and emotion, although that's yeah. a part of it, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I, it's interesting because I, oh, long, long time ago, way back when, um, I used to uh, study and practice uh, pagan religions and such, and I did a lot of energy play back then, and I had a lot of fun with it. It felt, um, it was fun to explore, and it was fun to experience, and it didn't feel weird in any way. Um, and this was like 20 years ago, um, but exchanging, exchanging energy with another human being was something that just seemed natural and was fun to explore. But it felt, I felt like, um, it felt kind of awkward. I felt like uh, out of shape in it when I tried, when I started to try and do this with him. And, you know, it, it made me realize after the fact, and I'll get more into this later, but it made me realize that, you know, as you, as you get older and you go through a lot of experiences and stuff, I had, I had built up this block to intimacy. That I didn't realize was there, um, so it was it was an interesting experience. That you know, once once we get into this, and I realize that like I'm so out of touch with this thing that I used, to. it was, kind of, it was a little scary, honestly. But we worked past that, and so <laughs> a lot of lube later, <laughs> yes. I um the you know we. Did this whole? I'm not sure how much of the details I want to go anyway into. Details, 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 details. <laughs> take your notes. There's a lot. There's a lot of lube. It was very, very, very um, slippery. Um, I learned a new maneuver, hand maneuver thing that I love to do. Y'all
1: yeah, take notes on this. Oh my
0: gosh, it's so no, no. fun. No, no. We need, we need the examples. I know. Okay, oh, so. You're gonna have to move yeah. back. <laughs> we are gonna need to move back so we can see what you're doing. <laughs> new favorite move the get the head of the, the the head of the cock here and I like to you know with one hand so if this is the frenellum right here that's this side and so with one hand you kind of move in up and down and with this hand you're doing this circular thing and you're doing it at the same time and apparently it's really fucking amazing <laughs>
1: Homework. Everybody has homework. Homework.
0: Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need your stories <laughs> later. Yeah. There you go. That's
1: a thing. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. I don't know.
0: It just that one just like I just started. It was weird because I just started experimenting. I just started yeah. doing things. Like what is this? What? Yeah, how what is, this? This what is this? What is this gonna can I do? do? Yeah. It has
1: my attention. Yeah. I have its attention.
0: So um, yeah. Anyway.
1: I, <laughs> so. Wait, no, no, no. There was vocal, no. not verbal. Yeah. No, no nothing. So you're going to talk about yeah, your. Sure. Side?
0: So, yeah, sure. Uh, so,
1: you know, uh, sadly, what? I'm I'm Mike oh, the microphone. Uh, you know, perhaps sadly, I have never had a partner that um, would be intentional about like this is a time for you you know, not just a time for us. And like there's a trade back and forth that goes with that. And so my own version of a barrier was to get a little comfortable with that because I didn't seem natural and it didn't seem, you know, quote, unquote, right or what have you. Um, but she's really good at putting people at ease and she's good at putting me at ease, um, which is a strong, hard energy, no pun intended, to, uh, to wrestle down into focus. Um, so I was very surprised. Uh, because a small amount of backstory, I've had uh, surgery, like about 12 years ago or so, I had a hernia surgery, and you know you, the surgeon explains what's going on and like how they're going to the do surgery or whatever, and like oh here's a list of things that are risks, you know, you'd have a heart attack or something, you know, from the anesthesia or whatever, um, or you could lose total feeling in your genitals, and it's like, come again, and it said no never again. There, like- never again never <laughs> again, so. Fortunately, I didn't land quite into that category, but ever since, I've had this area, this large on my leg, very close, we dodged a bullet there, that um, the sensation is one where there's touch, is uh, it's numb to it, but pressure is red as pain. And as you can imagine, uh, you know the things, kind of things that go on down there, like that's a confusing feeling that can take one out of the moment, and it's always been there. I've warned all my partners about it if I react strangely, like, you know, don't worry, it's just this thing or whatever. And I had warned her about that too. But to my surprise, this um, born sort of out of that trust of her touch and letting her just have, it's not about control as much as it is just like allowing that person to do what they wish. And um, anyway, I was surprised that I was able to sort of tolerate that and... I wanted to tell her, but I also in that moment, but I also had no brain activity in the verbal area of anything other than like guttural sounds. Uh, but I do recall like I'm like I'm looking forward to sharing this, and after the fact, in the little aftercare, we kind of like had kind a of post-game discussion and stuff, and I that neurological connection. Was remade. It that feeling isn't there anymore. It's normal skin. Oh it yeah. You're it's like <laughs> <laughs> it, no. Like I. It never occurred to me that that was possible. But my own version of a barrier to break down was that anyone that's had any kind of surgery when you cut open knows that like nerves heal weird, and there's a version of a protection that you you develop over that, especially during the healing process that I wasn't aware of, that I never sort of let go of. Um, but yeah, with a little bit of trust and a lot of touch and time and intentionality. Like, it's actual so sexual fun. healing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah it, was, it was really fun to, to hear him talk about that and you know how, how he recognized that this um, this sort of neurological thing that had occurred that um, transmitted you know uh this discomfort or this numbness this pain to his brain had had become rooted in a psychological protection thing very much um and so that was really interesting to hear about and so i think you know it was one of those experiences that you, you don't you don't get to being in your 40s without scars you know physical scars emotional scars um psychological scars and all of that and so you know, it was it was a fun, a fun experience in that we were able to kind of explore through some of those scars and recognize that they existed, that they were, you know, barriers or blocks that existed that we didn't even realize how they existed. So, yeah, it was fun. And that's our experience. Don't forget to plug the pod. Play until December 14th for a chance to win the 4Play Go South custom butt plug. Game details can be found in the podcast notes or on any of the 4Play Go South socials. Up next, Cindy takes a ride in the Wayback Machine to tell us all about how she met my father.
3: It's been a while since I've been up here, no, two months Okay. Um, So for anybody who doesn't know, I am Em's mom. I don't know if she wants me to tell people that, but I do anyway. So um, a gentleman told the story earlier about how he met his wife, so I decided that inspired me. I thought I would tell the story of how I met your father. Which is actually pretty innocent, because I was young and I was a virgin, so um, anyway, uh, when I met him I was. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so um, I'm in my sophomore year of college, so yes, I was older when I, anyway. uh, (laughs) So I'm I'm in my sophomore year of college and I go to this, um, some sort of a Christmas party thing, I don't know, it's somebody's apartment complex clubhouse thing. Anyway, I go, I got invited, I went, Uh, and I'm, you know, went with a couple of friends and I'm there with, uh, and I'm just mingling, and you know, and I'm really pretty shy. I don't really talk to people real easy, or at least I did back then, Um, so no. Anyway, um, anyway, I'm seeing a couple guys up at the bar, and one of them is really, really, really pretty. He's a really nice looking man. And uh so one of the girls I, I'm watching one of the girls that I come with had, she said oh, okay, well, asked me how I was doing I'm oh, I'm fine, I'm watching that guy. Who is that guy? And she goes, Oh that's I said, Ah, oh, I'd like to meet you. and she goes, Oh well maybe I'll introduce you later. And I'm like, Oh fuck you bitch <laughs> so I wanna meet you. So so I went up to the bar, and I got a drink, and I managed to, because this is how we did things back in the 70s. So I managed to drop my earring. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, like, right. suddenly looking around on the Floor and uh, he looks down. And he goes, "What are you looking for?" And I said, "I can't find my earring." And he gets down and he's on the floor with me looking, f- and he finds my earring because I pushed it over toward him.
1: <laughs>
3: and so anyway, so we start talking and and um, and he gets my phone number and then he does not call me. I'm like, "Well, okay." In the meantime, I go to a party and I'm. Having a really really nice time and I am I actually got um, smoked weed for the first time in my life another late bloomer um, so anyway so I'm I'm there and I'm high as a kite and I meet Boris Boris oh, that name. <laughs> I know was <laughs> from Yugoslavia and he was wearing a shirt that had Boris and Natasha from Ro- Rocky and Bullwinkle, you know? And when I asked him what his name was, he told me it was Boris, and I didn't believe him because he was wearing the stupid shirt, and I'm like, you just made that up, and nobody's named Boris, you know? So he had to get his driver's license out, and yes, his, his name was Boris But anyway, so it I me Boris, and so like the next, Boris got my number, Boris called, so. The next weekend I go out with Boris and prior to this I had been in a relationship with some guy that had sworn he was not going to have sex until he got married and I was a good Catholic girl and I was the same way and then he broke up with me and I'm like, what the fuck have I been waiting for? So (laughs) Boris called and Boris asked me out and we went out on a date and then we went back to Boris's dorm room and I'm going to tell you, Boris had the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. I have never, ever, other than in in porn movies or something like that, but I mean, in real life, I have never seen another dick that size. My last boyfriend was black, and I've still never seen another dick that size. Anyway, it hurt. I was a virgin. Hurt. I cried all the way through it. I went out one more time with Boris. I cried all the way through that too. Boris stopped calling. <laughs> but then after that, I called actually, I and I were in a class together, so we started sitting together in class and um, started seeing each other and. The rest was history. I say was because we've been divorced now for a long time. But I got a beautiful, I got two beautiful girls out of it, so I cannot complain.
0: In this last story, Tom goes out for a night with the boys and gets more than he bargained for.
2: Um, my story um, tonight is um, actually how I met my uh, first and only wife um, so going back many years 20 years uh, to a time uh, <laughs> you know pre 9/ 11 you know getting on flights without uh, being uh, cavity searched <laughs> um, I worked at a steel mill um, in those days I um, I was working, uh, it was towards the end of a 10 day long, uh, 10 on, 4 off shift. And one of my coworkers, he, um, it was his birthday. So we decided, it's the end of our shift, um, we're gonna go out. Um, so we got cleaned up kind of the best you can out of, you know, such a terrible, dirty environment. And um, he chose to go to a club called uh, the Wild Cherry. and. Um, where I'm from, uh, <laughs> in Indiana, that's um, a little right, little tiny hole in the wall strip club right next to the Indy 500 racetrack. <laughs> it's probably, it's actually smaller than this room, um, it's very small, and the stage runs down the middle. Um, so we just cleaned up, uh, we head on down there, group the of was probably five or six of us that were on the curb. Um, we walk in, It's probably 11.30 that night. Um, and um, on stage is a um, woman is dancing, and I'm like, OK, cool, you know? I mean, I didn't expect much from this club, but this is all right. So we walk in, everybody orders their drinks. We're kind of hanging out. Um, and um, my, uh, my buddy, it's his birthday, he's talking to, um, the woman who just got off the stage, um, and he's like, "Oh, my buddy, you know, she has some tattoos and stuff like I do. My buddy's got some tattoos. You can talk to him." And he's like, pulling up my shirt, I got a giant back piece, and I'm um, showing her off my tattoos. And I turn around, the woman was on stage. She's like, "Hey, how are you?" She's like, "I'm like I'm Tom." She's like, "My name's Tommy." I was like, "That's funny, you know." So um, throughout the night, she keeps. Coming over and talking to me and I'm like, you know, I really tipped her and stuff. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, so the night continues on and um, she gives me a lap dance and it was like very aggressive and I'm like, awesome. This is pretty cool. Um, and uh, 3 o'clock in Indiana, the, the bars close at 3 o'clock, it's at 2. Um, so she walks over I'm like, hey, um, I'm getting ready to, you know, head out to uh, have some breakfast. Do you want to come? She's like, sure, why not? And um, so we go down, to the Denny's, the <laughs> local Denny's, have a, you know, a, I don't know, a Grand Slam or <laughs> whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, everything's going pretty well. I'm like, wow, awesome. This, uh, this is going pretty well. Like, so I... Um, I'm like, well, you know, you know it's six o'clock in the morning, sun's coming up. You know, I've been up all day, all night. And um, I'm like, so, uh, you know, I'm going to go home. Uh, you know, do you want to come hang out? And she's like, sure. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty sweet. So she comes over and, you know, one thing needs a little another. Um, we uh, uh, start kissing it and make it out. And um, so we go back to my bedroom. I live in this tiny little one-bedroom apartment. I'm like 22 years old. I don't have any money <laughs> And um, uh, uh, yeah, we uh, we hook up, um, and I just love, uh, um, I love, love eating pussy. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> it's like, <it's> like about <laughs> best. So I start going down. And she's like making all kinds of noise. And I'm thinking like my neighbors are gonna be completely pissed off. But I'm like, I don't care. So we keep going on and um, somehow we make it to the living room and I'm on the floor and she's like I wanna I wanna suck your dick. And I'm like, alright, this is great. You know, like I'm like this is the best night I've ever had. <laughs> um, she, so she starts just like I've never had a blowjob like this. Like I mean, now I have, but then it was like my like the best one I ever had. And I'm like I'm gonna come, and she's like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm 22. Most of the time, like I've been with very very vanilla girls, and I'm like I'm gonna come because normally they're like don't you come in my mouth. Like, don't come <laughs> So, like, I'm like, I'm about to come. She's like, mm-hmm, and I just, I explode. And she just takes care of all of it. Like, I couldn't believe it. So, five years later, we get married. <laughs> um, so, yes, five years later, we get married. Um, uh, we were together for, Probably a total of 16 years, and I uh, have a wonderful uh, son from it, so, yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, I highly recommend um, in life to, uh, uh, when somebody says, hey, you want to do something, say, yes, and. Like that.
0: That's it for this episode. Go check out the Plug the Pod link in the show description. Our game winner will be announced during the live event at Petra's on December 21st. This episode of 4Play Go South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator, Meta North. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information about 4 Play Goes South, follow us at 4 GS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter.